I think I was only 13 years old when this happened. I would be paid extra since I was going to be babysitting so many kids. I don't recall how many, but there were a lot. The reason why I was trusted with so many was because I knew them since my parents and their parents were all friends growing up, making us kind of form into a group. Now, I was the oldest out of every single kid, which was the reason I was in charge. Of course, it was going to be a long night, knowing that our parents would be at some bar far away until like around 2 in the morning, and then stay at a hotel. For some background, I knew the kids, and they knew me. I being the oldest, 13 at the time, and the youngest being around 4. There was definitely a little bit of an age gap. The majority of the kids were around 9 to 10. Anyway, the parents left, and when they did, it was already around 4 in the afternoon. About two and a half hours later, I made dinner for them. We sat down, and everyone ate their pasta. Because all the kids were together, and they all knew each other, things got pretty crazy. I won't go into detail on exactly what went down, but some of the kids were just totally wild. I didn't really mind it, though. It was pretty funny at the same time, but that's besides the point. So, after a couple more hours, it was getting pretty late. I recall it being around 11.30 when kids were starting to settle down. I had to take care of some of the kids who injured themselves by doing some really stupid stuff that was really dangerous, and I couldn't make it in time since I had to deal with some other problems as well. But I would consider myself a very caring and kind person because I always did what I needed to do to calm them down. So like I said, it was around 11.30 when they were starting to settle down, and then not too long after, they were starting to pass out. I brought and carried them upstairs and put half of them in one of the two kids' rooms. For the sake of keeping the real names out, basically we were at the house that belonged to the Abel's family. Ava and Dom were the kids in the family, making it their house. I put half the kids in Dom's room and the other half in Ava's room. They passed out very quickly after that. I went back downstairs to chill out and then listen to some music. After listening to music for a while, Ava comes downstairs and this is where things start to take a turn for the worst. I had to look because I was listening so loud that I couldn't even hear her calling my name. She then said in a really scared tone, Something keeps being thrown at the window in my room. I'm really scared. I was a little uneasy to be hearing this since this was such a weird thing to be happening at this time of night. I gave her a hug and I assured her that everything would be alright and that I would go check it out. The bedrooms were on the third floor, so this was especially weird since the room's windows were really high up. I went into Ava's room and I saw that the kids were sleeping. I guess no one else had heard the something hitting the window. I started to think that Ava was just making this up or something. I went back downstairs and I went to the couch where Ava was. I was a bit surprised to see that Ava wasn't there. This is when I then hear something from downstairs. It sounded like a muffled girl scream for help. I quickly ran down there to see Ava in the garage, then being dragged out of the garage by a dark figure. Someone had forgotten to close the garage door, so it was just open. I was so scared and I went into full-on panic mode. I then went back inside to go grab a weapon or something that I can use in quick defense. I found this spear-looking thing that's used for fires and also pushing wood in other areas. I picked it up, then ran outside to look for Ava. I soon saw Ava in this really dark figure, which was taking Ava in the backwoods. I then hit the dark figure in the back of the knee, 
practically stabbing the figure since it had a sharp edge on the side of it. The figure fell back and let out a yell of pain, which is when I grabbed Ava and then practically carried her back into the house. Very stupidly, I left the weapon I had outside. Since I was in a panic, I think that I just didn't have time to think about it since Ava was the main priority for me. I get back inside and close the garage door, hoping that was the end of it. I decided not to call the cops because I get really nervous when it comes to cops, so I just wanted to avoid that. I ran upstairs but try not to make too much noise to see if any of the kids were awake due to hearing the commotion from outside. There were only about two kids who were awake and they asked what was happening. I told them to just fall back asleep and that there was a situation that happened. They really wanted to know what, but I just told them I'll tell them in the morning. I really don't blame them. I think I would also want to know what was happening, especially after all that commotion. So anyway, I go back downstairs on the couch where Ava thankfully was this time, and she falls asleep with the comfort of me there the whole time. Fast forward to the morning. It's around 7.30 and I can hear some commotion from upstairs. The kids were up and playing. Ava had woke me up and she was really happy to see me there. I think I really made her feel safe. After that night, me and Ava's connection was a little bit different from before. As the story is becoming better, the final spook is yet to come, so get ready. I walked downstairs to see if anything had been stolen. I check and I didn't really see anything out of the ordinary. Well, nothing out of the ordinary, except for one thing. There happened to be a paper that was in the garage. It was taped to the sliding door, and I think that's why I paid attention to it. I started to read it, and it said one word. Revenge. I was really scared reading this because how the hell could someone have put this here? Then reality hit me that someone had to have come inside after the garage door had been closed, which is when I thought we were safe. I haven't shared this story with Ava because I don't want her to feel scared or threatened more than she probably already does. I do still have a few questions left unanswered though. Who did this? Why did they target this house specifically? And last but not least, did the intruder purposely try and take Ava out of everyone there? Why did he want her specifically? I know I'll probably never have my answers to these questions, but it's absolutely chilling to think about. I've had a lot of scary experiences, but I really think this one's the scariest. It was October 2015 and my sister was giving birth and I was babysitting her son who was 9 at the time. The second night I was there, this happened. I would put my nephew to bed in his room and then the dog in his cage in my sister's room, which I have to get past to get to his room. I then go downstairs and I get on YouTube on my computer. Well, about an hour later. I hear a door slam. I just assume it's my nephew going to the bathroom. I then hear another slam. I assume it's just him wanting privacy, and I then hear a third door slam yet again. I don't know how to explain it, but I kind of just knew that it wasn't my nephew. I kept hearing things being moved around, kind of like a dresser being moved across the floor. I then start to remember that this house was built not as a regular house back in the day. The attic is apparently connected to the house next door. All you have to do is go up the attic, walk a little, then lift the top and climb down the ladder. I had no choice but to go check on my nephew. I'm still hearing noises as I go up. 
I hear the dog in his cage going absolutely crazy, like he was trying to get out or something. I walk halfway up the stairs, then all of the noise just stops. I look in his room, and he's sleeping with his door open. There was no way in hell I was going to walk past that pitch black room. In my mind, as long as he was safe, that's all that mattered. I then walk back downstairs. As soon as I walk back downstairs, I then hear footsteps running, followed by a door slam. Well, the next day I decide to tell my sister and brother-in-law. After I told them, what they said next to me chilled me to my core. Without any concern in the world, they went on to tell me that it was the spirit of our dead neighbor. Now, you're probably thinking, why didn't I just call the cops already? Well, I wasn't really thinking straight at the time. I was just way too scared, and I guess now it's a good thing that I didn't. A few weeks later, my mom had told my oldest niece, who was 16 at the time. She said that whenever she was in there, she always felt the feeling of being watched. To this day, I still don't know if I believe it was a ghost, or maybe an actual living intruder. All I know is that I for sure wasn't alone that night besides my nephew and I. Never again will I babysit there. Screw that. Hey everyone, this episode has been sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-seasoned ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Enjoy a wide variety of easy, delicious options for all three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between within the HelloFresh market. HelloFresh's high-quality fresh ingredients are sourced directly from growers and delivered from the farm to your front door in under a week. Contact-free, of course. I love HelloFresh personally because it just really comes in handy on nights where I just don't really feel like cooking, especially on nights when I'm just getting home from the gym. It just really makes things so much easier on me. Go to HelloFresh.com dinner14 and use code dinner14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Dinner14 and use code Dinner14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Alright everyone, let's get back into the stories. I'm a female and I'm 15 years old. This all started a couple months back when I got my very first job as a babysitter. I babysit on Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays. Keep that in mind. The people I babysit for don't even live that far away from my house. Their house is like a block away from me. So by now you've probably guessed that I walk to work. Now, I've always been a very cautious person, and also a paranoid one. So keep that in mind too. The first time it happened was after a month of doing my job. One day I got done babysitting and I just walked to my friend's house that's a couple of blocks away from their house. So as I'm walking there, I hear someone behind me. I should also mention that I was snapchatting my friend to let her know how far away from the house I was. Anyways, I hear someone behind me so I turn around and see this guy on a bike right behind me. I didn't think too much about it but I was keeping him in mind. I don't pay much attention to him and I keep snapchatting just in case he tries something. I then turn to the left, and so does he. 
At this point, I'm really aware now of what this guy's doing. I'm pretty sure he's following me. The guy looked tall as hell, and I'm only 5'5", five five. so again I make a turn, and so does he. By now I'm getting pretty panicked, and I'm very much aware that this guy is following me. Anytime I slowed down, so would he. If I sped up, again, so did he. My friend's house comes into view, and I speed walk over there with him telling me. I reach her front door, and I start knocking, and then I hear someone say, Hey, you better watch out. I'll get you. And I turn around, and the guy was right behind me in front of her house. By this point, I'm very panicked, but I just keep knocking, and before she answers, this guy then pulls something out. At first, I didn't know what it was until I looked a little closer, and you guessed it. The guy literally pulled out his penis. Right as he does that, I pull my phone up and I catch him in the act, and my friend then opens the door. She lets me inside and she asks me why I'm shaking. I then show her the video and she tries calming me down. Fast forward a week later as I'm walking to my job and I see him yet again. My heart instantly drops and I just speed walk to the lady's house which I work for. And he didn't really say anything. It was more like he was just watching me this time. This happened every single time that I would walk to work. But he wouldn't try anything because it would be daytime and most of the time someone was around. That all changed when they asked me to babysit their daughter at 10pm. I wasn't really going to walk to work alone, so I asked the lady if she'd come pick me up instead. She did, and of course nothing happened. We then started doing that until I was calm enough to walk by myself to work. The following week, she asked me again to babysit at night, so I decided to take a knife with me just in case something happens, and I told my mom goodbye. I walked out in the really dark street, and the lights in that area weren't really good, which is why I was so scared to walk there in the first place. But anyways, I was walking to work, and I then hear a crunch behind me. My body then immediately tenses up. I knew someone was there, but I really dreaded thinking it was him. I decide not to look back, but instead just speed walk again. For a few minutes, I didn't even hear anything, but I then turn around, and there he fucking is. I don't say a single word and just straight up bolt to their house. I tell them what happened and she told me not to worry and that he wouldn't do anything, then left me to babysit. Fast forward the second day and I walked to work and nothing happened this time. I was checking all my surroundings like a really crazy person, but no one was there. I then turn to knock on their door and from the corner of my eye, I see movement. I look and this guy's leaning out from behind trash cans and I, and I barely caught him. My heart started going crazy. I then knocked harder on the door and I saw him from the corner of my eyes just looking at me. He probably didn't even know I saw him, but I did. Fast forward the next day and the walk to work wasn't really that much. I didn't see him, but the walk back, that's a different story. I was walking back and I think it was about 12 a.m. I texted my mom that I was on my way home and she told me to stop by the store. Now, this store is like right across from our house, so it wasn't really a big deal. This weird creep follows me, all the while making kids noises and saying really weird things like I love you over and over again. I just walk to the store and this guy literally stands right in front of the store. I get very angry at this point and I tell the cashier what's going on. He then looks at the guy for a minute and then tells him to leave. He says he wants to buy something, but the guy just tells him to leave. 
well, he doesn't leave and he just keeps on standing there. So I then say to him, why are you following me? He then says back, I'm not following you. And I said, yeah, sure you're not. And I just stand in line and get my stuff and then walk out the door. The guy has the audacity to continue following me, all while making kissing sounds and then repeatedly saying, I love you. I die for you. I was just so fucking mad at this point that I snap back and say, Look, fuck off you creep. Leave me the fuck alone already. With a very angry tone. This doesn't even have an effect on this guy, and he just keeps repeating the same shit. I then tell him, Look, I know where you live, and I'll tell your mom about this, because I've actually seen him leave the apartments that are near the store. Anyways, he doesn't even care what I'm saying, and he's making eye contact with me the entire time. I just walk to my house, and I finally get there, but right before I get inside and slam the door, I then say to him, If you ever follow me again, you're gonna fucking regret it. He responds to this by laughing, then saying, Oh yeah? What the hell are you gonna do? and proceeds to blow me a kiss. I then just walk inside, feeling very numb. I had just finally got home and I just started sobbing. My sister asked what was happening and I told her everything. She's extremely overprotective with me and she got really pissed off after I told her. She tells me that she's gonna walk me to work and that if we see him, she's gonna kill the guy. Obviously, I know that's not true, but it really made me feel better. All of this happened last week, and today in a couple of hours, I have to babysit again. I know it doesn't seem like much, but I'm still really scared of what will happen to me in the future. I really don't even know what to do at this point. If any of you guys that are listening have some advice, please tell me what to do. I appreciate you taking the time to listen, and if anything else happens, I'll definitely give you guys an update. Be safe out there. When I was about 16, I was babysitting for a family friend. I took the girl Maddie outside to play on the swing set in the backyard, and it was getting pretty dark, around 8 or 8.30. I started to get a really weird feeling, like we were being watched. I looked around and I didn't see anyone, but I was still kind of freaked out, so I took her inside since she had to go to bed soon anyway. I put her to sleep at around 9 and I started watching TV in the living room. About 10 minutes later, I then hear rustling outside the house. I very stupidly go to check it out but I don't see anything, so I just assume it was an animal and then go back inside. Well, about 20 minutes later, I hear footsteps from Maddie's room, so I decide to go upstairs to put her back to bed. I open her door and I see that she's still fast asleep in her bed. Now, it's really dark in the room, but I can also see some things because of the light from the window. I then look in the corner to see this shadowy silhouette kneeling in the corner. I immediately turn on the light to see an actual man there. He then tries to run out the door, but I kick him in the nuts. I call the police, and it turns out that the man had actually been living in the basement for about six months, going in and out through a hole inside of the house and had apparently been watching the family while they were outside and also while they were sleeping. Yeah, I haven't babysat since.